Welcome to Deep Health Fridays. All of your biggest health and fitness questions answered in under 10 minutes. This week's question, how can I stop eating so much junk food? Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Mind Body to Lead podcast, the place to be to level up all aspects of your health, both physically and mentally. Each week we come to you with motivation and mindset hacks, interviews with the best minds and health experts, and we answer all of your health and fitness questions in under 10 minutes. So if you are ready to take back control and live the life you are destined to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back to another episode of the Mind Body to Lead. And today, great question, great question. How can I stop eating so much junk food? So Kyle, I know you are like dying to get into this. Um, 100%, 100% and, you know, I used to be someone who, I used to eat a lot of junk food. Before we actually go in, do you think we just define, I guess, what we would maybe class as junk food? Well, junk food, I think I think people would probably know what junk food is, but it's essentially highly processed, mm. highly, you know, sh- sugary type foods mm. that are essentially more unhealthy for us than others. You know, mm. foods that really you probably overindulge in quite a lot and they're high in, as I said, refined sugars, hydrogenated oils, so essentially man-made fats and things like that. Just foods that are quote-unquote the typical junk foods that come in a packet and have a lot of ingredients traditionally. So that's what I define as a junk food. Mm. And look, these food companies know what they're doing. They do taste great and they're very easy or food is very, very easy to overeat on. And a massive, I guess, limiting belief that people have around it is if I only had more willpower, if I only had more strength, then I would probably stop eating so much junk food. And I want to just say this, that it is not your willpower and it is not your motivation because I used to be someone who, and I do class myself as very, very highly motivated, but if there was junk food in the house, I would eat it. And that is actually a law that, um, is pretty much standard across the entire world that ultimately if there is food in your house at some point, somebody in your household is going to eat it. So you can imagine that if you're surrounded by junk food in your home or when you go out and you're potentially hungry or whatever, like, and there's just easy, it's easy to grab junk food, but especially in your home, then no amount of willpower, no amount of motivation will stop you from eating that food. So it is not your lack of motivation. It is not your lack of willpower, but it is your environment Mm. that is setting you up to fail. So that being said, how can we now change our environment to essentially stop us from eating so much junk food? Well, first and foremost, what, what I like to do and one of the habits in our programs is all about understanding your red light foods, your yellow light foods, and your green light foods. Now, I don't like to, and we don't like to class foods as good or bad because Mm. every food has its place. However, our red light foods are essentially our no-go foods, our personal no-go foods. And these could be foods that essentially stop help you from achieving your goals. Um, They're very, very easy to overeat. Potentially you might be allergic to them or you find it um, hard to digest them or essentially you just don't like them. So they would be your red light foods. And usually 
Um, they are probably ultra processed and essentially would be classed as junk foods. So they're the red light foods and your yellow light foods are your foods that they, they, they could almost tip over into a red light food, but essentially they might not be as healthy as a green light food, but you don't always overeat on them. So for example, it could be something like uh, you might want to go to a restaurant and have, I, I sometimes have with sweet potato fries at a mm. restaurant. So it's my yellow light food. I don't overeat on those foods. I don't buy it at home, but I'll have it at a restaurant. Okay. And enjoy that when I go out for a meal. So it's obviously, it's a little bit more processed as a, because it's a sweet potato fry. So it's made with fat as well. And the potato is a bit more processed. It's not as green light as a sweet potato, like mm. a baked sweet potato. So you can see how it can go down, um, from a green light food, yellow light food. But if I was to overeat on the sweet potato fries and have them at home, that would be a red light food. And the green light foods are essentially foods that we can really eat anytime. So our whole foods, nutritious foods. Now, that being said, we could have a green light food that essentially could be a red light food. So a really quick example of this is dark chocolate. So dark mm, chocolate is extremely healthy. I know you do, Georgina. We <laughs> love, your, love your square of dark chocolate. <laughs> so dark chocolate is, you know, it's really is a really healthy food in terms of it's got high in antioxidants, um, good minerals. Um, obviously, it's healthy fats as well. But some of us find it and can do and it's very easy to overeat dark chocolate potentially if you you know if you buy a large packet so that could actually be a red light food if you if if going back like i said you find it very very easy to overeat so first step create your traffic light system now that being said and once you've done that i understand that we live with people and our families sometimes don't support us. So the first thing you've got to do is once you've created your list and say, right, these are my red light foods is I want you to speak to your partner, your children, whoever it might be in your household and say, this is what I'm doing. I want to make a change and I need you to get behind me. So get the support of the people in your household. That's the first step. The second thing is look at all your red light foods and instead of overhauling every single one of them at once, maybe you just do one a week or two a week, whatever it might be, but take smaller steps. And then the third thing is always compromise. So if there's a food that you always love to eat and let's use, let's say ice cream as an example. Now, instead of buying a big tub every single week, just have a, you know, buy smaller tubs that you know you're only going to have let's say there's four people in your household and instead of buying a tub you buy four single serve tubs of ice cream so you're only having a single serve once throughout the week georgie did you want to say something on top of that as well i just think from a mindset point of view here because obviously i'm going to jump in and say some mindset stuff i think that what people tend to do is they associate pleasure with the junk foods. So they think, oh, I'm gonna eat that food, it's gonna make me feel so good. And that, you know, it's very, very difficult to change your eating habits when you associate so much pleasure to eating certain foods. So I would just say, how about we flipped that? How about we try and associate pain and discomfort to the junk foods instead? So thinking about the junk foods, okay, what's that doing in my body? How is that going to, you know, move me further away from who I want to be, that goal I want to achieve, right? So instead of seeing that ice cream as pure pleasure, see it as, as pain. See it as that is going to stop me from achieving my goals. That is not going to give me the energy that I want. 
So I think from a mindset level, we've really got to look at the foods that we eat and try and associate more pain to those 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 foods that give us quick quick pleasure and pleasure to the green light foods that are going to fuel our body and make us feel good and give us energy so i think just from a mindset point i just want to jump in and say that because what we link pleasure to and what we link pain to really drive a lot of our motivation and our actions 100 percent. and um so so once you've essentially you've got all of your your foods um, obviously thinking about it as well because mindset really does come into play mm. here it's essentially just get cleaning clean up your clean up your pantry and if you find it really difficult to waste food then if you've got food in tins or packets or whatever it might be take it to a food bank you know I, i'm personally somebody who does find it quite difficult to or used to find it difficult to waste food do something good with it you know send it to a food bank but just clean out your cupboards and you might find that you actually do save yourself some money in the long run because you're actually now not buying a lot of these unhealthy foods so look i hope that helps you have a bit more of an idea of how you can stop eating junk food it's not your motivation it's not your lack of willpower but it's your environment that we really want to set up for success to help you in the long term so have yourself a phenomenal weekend and i'll see you in the next episode Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could hit that subscribe button and maybe even leave us a cheeky review. It all helps us spread our message. Now, if you want to find out more about us and our programs and what we do, all of the links are below. We would love to connect with you on social. So please reach out. We love hearing from you. And I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are. And I'll speak to you again soon. Take care.